0: There are times when people's lives seem to have been put on hold and they appear even to themselves to be set about their world as so many pieces of chess abandoned in mid-game, some left lying to the side, others standing in useless positions, unable to move one way or another. They know that two players are needed to bring them back to life and they are nowhere to be seen. Of a sudden, two sets of distant footsteps are heard two figures enter the room two shadows are thrown across the board the competitors write their names in the book of life the first one writes past in an old-fashioned sloping hand the second pen grasped in a modern manner writes present following which they both move towards the table to sit down their hands placed ready to reach out to the pieces After a long, brooding silence, during which they stare down at the beautifully carved but hapless figures, they start to move them. Slowly sometimes, with great pauses, at other moments as swift as a darting dragonfly, there, there, there. Once he has made a move, past will look up with haunting hooded gaze at present, the look in his opaque eyes always challenging. For a moment, present is stumped. He can't think of a way to win, and it may well be that he never will think of a way. He raises his gaze to heaven, looking for inspiration, but the sky is dark, no light to be had from there. His eyes return to the board, and as they do, a beam of sunlight hits the queen, illuminating her and at once dissolving all his doubt. It seems suddenly that present can, after all, see a way through slowly at first, then more swiftly, moving against the past's pieces, until finally the Queen reigns triumphant, and with her, the present too. Chapter One It seemed it had been raining for weeks. Not the slow, relentless rain that is so much part of West Country life, but driven by a fierce wind, whipped up to a frenzy by outside forces. "'howling round the rectory. "'At times it could be heard "'knocking at every window-pane, "'as if it was seeking shelter from itself, "'as if, like the sole occupant "'of the small country-house, "'it would prefer to be staring "'into the lazy flames of a log-fire, "'not driving the last flurry "'of small autumn leaves about the lawn "'or bending the trees to its fierce will. "'In short, "'it was not an afternoon to be out. "'So when the old bell "'in the cupboard under the stairs "'rang out faintly, It was not surprising that at first it was only Punch, the sheepdog, who heard it, and in response sprang up and ran, barking excitedly to the double front doors.